I'm Marcy Ferry, and this is the Mindful Content Creator Podcast, a podcast for creators and creatives who are tired of the hustle and grind of content creation and who would rather create in flow with their own creative process. Here we focus less on the business of content creation and more on creating content that inspires us and has a lasting impact on the people it reaches. For us, the priority is storytelling over selling and community building over marketing. It's all about soul and intuition-led creation, not using a one-size-fits-all formula. We each have a story we came here to tell. We each have messages only we can share and that our community needs to hear. And this is where we come together to explore how to do that all while having fun, being true to ourselves, and staying in flow. Welcome to our sacred creation space. Hello, creators, and welcome back. This is episode 10 of the Mindful Content Creator Podcast, and today I want to talk about the problem with problem solving. If you manage your own business or brand, you've probably taken some sort of training, watched a webinar, or seen a post or a blog about the importance of identifying the problem you solve for others through your offerings. If you're a creative selling your art, this might less often be a question, but I'm willing to bet you've heard this advice at some point along the way. I feel in particular a little prickly about this advice from an experience I had in a business networking group. The facilitator had asked us to identify something along the lines of what we help others do through our business. Then she had us break up into small groups to talk about it. At the time, I was on my last week of working my full-time job, about to dive right into creating my own business, and I really, if I'm being honest, was doing it without much of a solid plan. I just knew I had to make the change and take the leap, or I'd never do it. I had also just moved and was living amongst boxes, so everything felt really chaotic, and I had barely made it on the call. But I wanted to remain committed to my business and to show up. My business at that point was more like two separate businesses, one for teaching yoga and journaling, and then the other for communications consulting. When it came time for me to share, I decided to focus on my yoga and journaling business, so I said that I wanted to help people reconnect to themselves and their stories through my yoga and journaling classes. One of the women in the group who had apparently built more than one successful business in her time as an entrepreneur jumped in and said, yeah, but what problem do you solve? I froze. I did not know how to answer that question. I thought I'd kind of already answered the question. People are disconnected to themselves, and I wanted to help them reconnect through yoga and journaling. I stumbled through an answer, but she kept pressing. Isn't that what we were told to talk about here, the problem we're solving? I thought that's what I heard. You should really figure that out. I think it was clear I was either on the verge of a panic attack or tears or both, so the other person in the group jumped in and changed the subject. I was in full panic mode after that call. Instead of helping me, it derailed me, and basically for the whole day. I thought for sure I was screwed. Why had I just gone and quit my job? I wasn't even solving anyone's problems. After that, I did try to make more of an effort to more clearly identify the problem, which is actually harder to do with a creative business. Not all art solves a problem. Not all writing solves a problem. But it does build connection. I'm sharing this because the idea of solving the problem is a huge theme of a lot of content I see out there, and it's a common hook people use to draw people in. Even I've written sales webpages that position the problem right off the top, then sell you on the fix, which is usually spending a lot of money on an expensive product, program, course, or coaching service. Social media posts are structured this way, too. They jump on pointing out the problem. Everywhere we go, it seems we are being told we have problems that need fixing, and even that we need to be fixed. I wonder, how does this make anyone feel good? Is this part of why going on social media makes us all so miserable? 
And also, could this be a reason why creating content for some of us is so frustrating, even though we know deep down we have something to create and share, and we believe and know that this is actually supposed to be fun? But it's the approach that's the problem. The approach is so far off for us and our communities. I'll give a few examples of the kinds of posts I've seen with this approach, particularly on Instagram, and how they've made me feel, and maybe you can relate to these. I'm a new parent, so I follow a lot of accounts related to baby care. I'm inundated with posts about baby and toddler sleep habits. So many times I've been sucked in by a post that asks if my baby sleeps through the night. It asks if I'm tired and need to get my baby to sleep better so that I can feel sane. They paint the whole picture of what I experience at night with my baby. They point out why it's not good for me. And then at the end, they ask me to DM them or leave a comment to get some sort of free guide or direct me to a course that they're selling. I leave these posts feeling all sorts of worked up about my problem. Oh, my baby doesn't sleep through the night and this person says that my baby can and should sleep better, but I have to buy this or that thing to figure out how. Most of the time, these posts offer no real tips, advice, support, or solutions within the post that puts the person reading at ease. They just invent a problem or raise the severity of it and then sell, sell, sell. I don't know about you, but I'm sick of this type of content and the type of energy that it brings with it. I saw another post from someone selling courses on how to make six figures passively through selling digital products and through social media. Since I'm about to speak negatively about this post, I don't want to directly quote the full post or say who they are, but the positioning of the post was basically that if you're on social and not making money on there, it's your fault. It's on you. It's your choice not to be making money via social and to instead just scroll it all day. You could be making money, she promised, if you learned how from her and bought her course. This post left me feeling all sorts of ick. It tricks people into feeling bad about themselves, even ashamed or embarrassed if they're someone who has been trying to make money from their posts. They feel like they aren't trying hard enough or they're doing something wrong. Or, I'll be honest, at least that's how I felt about it. I felt fired up and irritated then immediately self-critical. Am I the problem? Is it just one little thing I'm doing wrong that makes the difference in this person? She can tell me what that is? The idea behind this kind of post is that the reader will be so desperate for your help that they'll buy. Please, please tell me what I'm doing wrong. This isn't who I want to be. Well, I can also confidently say that this type of content creator is not the creator I want to be. And maybe it's not who you want to be either, but it was how you were taught to market or position your posts. Show them you empathize with the problem, then tell them how you solve it. I think we've all seen this done enough times that we know the trick. We're on to it. And hopefully people are out there like me and they're getting sick of it. I've talked about the energy behind our posts and what we put out there. And posts like these, I think, don't have good energy behind them. And they continue to perpetuate this icky energy of self-doubt and desperation. So what do we do instead? I think identifying a problem or a need and talking about it in and of itself isn't harmful. It can actually be helpful. But that's if we're trying to help, not just sell. I've seen a lot of posts done well that identify a challenge or an issue and then actively offer something right away to soothe that issue or help people take a step towards solving it. And yes, they might still be selling something related to it, but that's not the only solution offered. But to me, even better than selling the problem you solve in your posts or talking about the pain of those problems is talking about the potential for something else, for another state of being, for the solution to that problem. Instead of asking, what problem do I solve? Try asking, what magic do I work or create? The content I've seen that does this successfully is like magic. It calls you in, and if you're the person it's meant to speak to, you feel hopeful and intrigued rather than defeated and desperate for help or change. And wouldn't you rather leave someone feeling more hopeful? 
Talking about problems might get you more clicks or likes or follows, but I do think the energy exchange between you and the community is of a much lower quality. It might not ultimately be the kind of connection you want to create or nurture. We live in a world where we don't need to identify more problems for ourselves that might not actually even be problems. So as a mindful content creator, I want to do my best to remind people they don't need to be fixed, but rather that they hold so much potential within them. Sometimes we just need the right nudge or words of encouragement to spark it and bring it out. So I encourage you this week to take a look at a common problem for your community and turn it around. Look for the potential and the magic that you can work to help them see or recognize that potential. As always, I'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode and whether these types of negative problem-solving posts have gotten to you before. Have you felt pressured to write like this? I hope we can all support one another in moving away from this tired old marketing tactic. Feel free to share your thoughts over on Substack at themindfulcontentcreator.substack.com. The link will be in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, and I wish you happy creating. You've been listening to the Mindful Content Creator Podcast. If this episode spoke to you, I invite you to join the community over on Substack. Each week, I'll send out the episode and a prompt to help you create content, along with other bonus material. You can also participate in the chat and share your ideas with me and other fellow Mindful Content Creators. Subscribe now at themindfulcontentcreator.substack.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram for additional insights and inspiration. You can find me at The Mystical Fairy with fairy spelled F-A-R-R-E-Y. If you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, please subscribe and leave a review if you feel called. Now go out into the world and create meaningful content that brings you joy. See you next time.